0: Then put your little hand in mine. There ain't no or mountain we can climb. And welcome to Groundhog Minute, the podcast where we celebrate the 1993 classic Groundhog Day, one repetitive minute at a time. I'm your host, Dave.
1: And I'm the other one, Sean. And joining us today, we have a special guest from the Disney Animated Movie Essentials podcast, Andrew. Welcome.
2: Thank you.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for being on. So we want to welcome you to the show, and we want to let you know we are today talking about Minute 43. Sean, give me that summary.
1: All right. So in Minute 43, uh, Phil's having a little bit of fun with the ticket taker at this uh, uh, movie theater booth and eventually decides on two adult tickets. And then we cut to what we assume is the next day for a little chit-chat with Rita Over the Gobbler's Knob footage. And uh, she dismisses his question as crappy pickup lines.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, right at minute 43, we have the very end of...
2: Bronco. (laughs) Bronco
0: Bronco waves goodbye to Nancy. So, (laughs) we don't get to see much of Nancy Taylor after this. Um but, uh, yeah, so now Bronco's with his new date here,
2: and... It, I have a question. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. this date an escort?
0: I, thank you! Okay. Because <laughs> I think that, too. I told Sean and, <laughs> like, and everyone... I, I, I'm not yeah. saying
2: I think that. I'm, I'm asking that. You know, because, like, it's sort of unclear what his scenario is at this point. And I don't think this woman makes another appearance.
0: No. Right. She, she's just known as the date.
2: So, is that what she does professionally?
0: we think so. We, we You think so. Okay, well here. I'm gonna I'm gonna apply the logic that I believe is that a lot of people come to to Punks of Tawny. We talked about how got yeah, a lot of people come to Punks of Tawny, they're ready to spend money on Punks of Tawny film <laughs> merch and they get yeah. lonely in their bed and breakfasts at night. Mm-hmm. And here's Especially an because they,
2: they probably got like a little bit drunk in the morning that day.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, so the, who the who day knows they yeah who
2: knows how they're feeling by the evening sure
0: yeah and I mean hey like, Phil's got a lot of money and even if she's not officially an escort maybe he's like hey I'll buy you I'll buy you a new dress and I'll buy you this and that go out to dinner with me and we'll go see a movie and much, you know
2: how much money does Phil have on hand with him when he arrives at gobbler's knob does he have to hit an ATM to get like the thousand dollars for piano lessons every day <laughs> you know that's a good question we, or or I mean like i i'm I'm I only watched these minutes. I didn't put them in the context of the whole film, but I know the film really well. I just don't know what order everything happens. So, like, is he already stealing money from armored cars at this point? So money's no object. He just, yeah, he definitely did just steal the money uh, a
0: few days, you know, a few minutes ago for us. So,
2: so really, money's no object.
0: Money is no object, and he might be doing that. He might be stealing the money and then later going to pay for other things until he feels like he doesn't need to pay for them, like the piano lessons. But so, I feel
2: like maybe for the piano lessons, he's because at some point he's taking piano lesson on the last day, so he can't be stealing mm-hmm. money that day. So he's got to have at least a thousand dollars on hand, right? Or maybe he works it down to like know how much everything costs.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we don't know that we don't know the timing, and there's certainly going to be. There's things that he's doing every day that we don't see that we kinda you kinda have mm-hmm. to watch between the lines. So maybe the his little heist, quote unquote, where he picks <laughs> off a bag from the the armored car, maybe that's ocean's that
2: one. Yeah, <laughs> oceans <laughs> one,
1: yeah. So maybe that's early in the morning and he just has to do that every day to mm-hmm. kind of fund his activities for the rest of the day. Although we do see later on um I think it's 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 in maybe just a couple of weeks. I think it's it's coming up soon is the one time when he passes the old man on the street corner who's begging mm-hmm. and he just shoves a wad of bills. Yeah, like he and, has know, a money clip. Yeah. I mean they, they they could have been all singles, like that could have been like $20 in crumpled singles, but it looked like it was a fair amount of money that yeah. he
2: had. I mean, I don't know what a news anchor in in Pittsburgh <laughs> is making. Yeah.
0: Okay, let's look at these facts here. <laughs> Phil didn't bring a lot of money with him the same way he didn't bring a lot of clothing with him. He wanted to get yeah. in and out of that town. Oh, possible. By,
2: by the way, on the clothing, okay. I just thought about this. Do you guys have, like, do you own any clothes that, like, don't quite fit just right? And imagine if that was the only outfit that you had every day for, like, Ooh. however many years. It's like, yeah, I've got this shirt, but, like, the collar doesn't really quite fit. Mm-hmm. I've been meaning to replace it kind of thing. What if oh. those were his clothes? That would be so horrible. Like oh, what, what an abysmal meant, hell.
0: I thought you meant like my Pacific Rim shirt that definitely does not fit me. <laughs> like well, it definitely has I mean, a little pot belly there. Yeah. I mean
2: I mean there's that, but like I know he's got like a like a specific shirt that he wears a lot of times in this movie. And like Yeah. What if that just like barely didn't fit quite right? It's like it's a little tight in this one spot, but that's all he's got.
0: Yeah, I think he oh, rotates. That's awful. I think he we, – we we looked at – it looks like he's rotates between three different shirts throughout – at least so far in this film. Mm-hmm. He, like, wears the blue one for a while. Uh, but right now, currently, he looks like he's kind of, like, wearing the same shirt from yesterday. So he kind of is like, ah, whatever. I just wore this shirt up. I want to wear the same shirt. The But, the, but the, the theory I have with the bank robberies, I think that's near the end of the workday because – uh, Delor- uh, Doris, was it Dolores or Doris? Doris? Doris, Doris comes by. I'm thinking that's after her shift, so mm. I'm thinking that's around three o'clock, four o'clock after she's she's done closing at the cafe, and uh, that's what well, I was thinking.
1: Yeah, I, the, well, I guess it depends on why she needs quarters, so she's getting like she might she might be
2: running an errand for the cafe,
1: right? Well, I'm thinking Ooh. either like either the cafe like they need like they need change for the register. Which means it's probably earlier in the day, mm-hmm. or like if she's off from work and she's going to do laundry and she needs quarters for the laundromat, Maybe. like then that means it's probably later in the day.
0: Yeah, Hmm.
2: that's a good question because I yeah. assume
0: Doris. I mean, I assume Doris starts her shift at like you know six, five, six a.m. at that cafe.
2: Yeah, and then she works until like two, three o'clock.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean we we don't we don't see it open late.
1: I kind of figure that's probably like a breakfast lunch thing. They probably close up at two.
2: Yeah, they
1: they that that place isn't open for dinner.
2: Well, and especially like they're not going to do any business on the night of the Groundhog Dinner.
0: Exactly, because everyone's probably already. Yeah, they know. Yeah, they're and I think yeah, I think Doris is at that Groundhog Dinner. So yeah, she Mm -hmm. she knows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wow. So I'm
1: really wait. I'm I'm I don't want to move past this close thing. I was kind of I was uncomfortable when. I thought maybe Phil didn't get a hot shower for 10,000 years or whoever this <laughs> is. But yeah, like if he's got, you know, maybe he brought like some, I, I do this, I'll, I'll fess up. Sometimes when I travel, I'll bring something that I know is at the end of its life, yeah. M- like mostly like, like underwear and. And socks. Like, if I know this pair, it's got one more wearing, well, then I can travel, I'll wear it, and then I throw it away, and that's less stuff to bring home. And mm. More room for souvenirs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay. he's, so maybe he's, you know, yeah. So this whole time, he's got this pair of holy underwear that he figured, you know, that the waistband's completely gone, the elast- elastic's all stretched out. He's like, I'm going to wear this one more time, and then I'm just going to throw it away, leave it behind with this stretched out town, and, you know, leave it in the rear view mirror and now he's got to wear that same pair of underwear for 10,000 years.
0: I like that. That's a, Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that has got to be
2: like that's got to be amazing when he gets out of the cycle and he's like I'm going to put on a fresh pair of socks for the first time in I don't even know how long.
1: Yeah. He probably I would think after this you just go I'm going disposable clothes. I'm never <laughs> wearing anything more than once ever again.
2: <laughs> fresh stuff every
1: day. Fresh stuff every day. Um, and I, I I happen to think movie date here Phil's movie date, but beside I mean, although she doesn't get a name in in the credits, she's just Phil's movie date. I I don't think she's uh on the job. I don't think she's an escort because I think we're supposed to get the hint from like we saw it with with Nancy, kind of him using this time loop and the knowledge he's acquiring to kind of pick up women and it's it's more explicit in the script and it goes into a little bit more detail of him going through just kind of like every every single woman over 20 in punks one at a time and they
2: kind of cut that for um you know for brevity in mm-hmm. the movie but, but i think that's i i know there's um some reference to that in the in the musical
0: Oh, tell us about the musical.
2: Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the musical? Uh, no, but I have listened to the soundtrack. And um,
0: shoot, why don't I do that? The, it, it, uh,
2: like, <laughs> it's interesting. It, it's, it's harsher on the ears than the film. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't mind going deep in 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 some of the language, <laughs> uh, and it's more explicit about some of the things that he does. Oh, my. But. Um, yeah, there's there's a um, a moment in one of the songs where he's like, "I've slept with every woman in this town under 85 years old."
1: Hmm. Well, why 85? Yeah.
0: I, I mean, <laughs> I guess that was his cutoff. I don't know. <laughs>
2: I guess. <laughs> um, I, I but, guess you didn't
0: feel like traveling to the nursing home or something.
2: But it's it's in a song. I think the song's called "If I Had My Time Again," and um, it's it's kind of an ensemble piece. I think it, it might be the the act break piece. And mm. Rita is saying, you know, like, here's kind of these, these great, ambitious, wonderful things I would do. And it's Phil kind of recounting. He's like, I've done so many things, and here are kind of, like, the worst of them. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's like, here's what I did with a million years. And she's kind of, like, having all this, this ambitious stuff. And he's like, this is what it's really like.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. I got, I got to do a listen to that soon. Because uh, cause you're right. that it's It's kind of like another another layer of that. I mean, it's not, you know, exactly related to the movie, but yeah, it's, it's worth looking at.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like I love this movie and I've seen this movie a lot. My family had a tradition and it was every year on groundhog day. We would watch this movie. So I've seen it dozens of times.
0: <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> and I've not seen, seen the musical. And when I saw that there was a musical, I was like, Oh, I'll listen to the soundtrack at least. And I don't know if, or when I'll ever have the opportunity to see it, but I've, I've listened to the soundtrack. And I'm like, ah, I like the movie. <laughs>
0: Well, I think they should put it on a DVD and then send it to Sean and I, and then just for you guys. Yeah. yeah, yes. I yeah. think that's, I, that's by law. You're,
2: you're doing the work.
0: Yeah, it's like, hey, we're over here. Just send the <laughs> DVD. up. We'll pop it in, and we'll give up. We'll give a
2: commentary yeah. of it,
1: and we'll we'll give them a plug. We'll talk about it.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and we're not asking for like. First class accommodations and yeah, and you don't play want to fly you
2: out to to yeah. wherever it's showing.
1: Because Not that we're going to say no if they decide that, yeah. but if they just want to send a you know a a Blu-ray or DVD, whatever, mm-hmm. set up a camera in the back of the theater one night, we'll we'll go with that.
0: Because mm. that's the thing. If they, I mean, it's like they they get us on the first class ticket, we go to the theater. You know, we get the balcony seats. You know, like we're going to bring our podcast mics. Like we're going to sit up in the balcony and yes. we're going to talk. And I don't want to talk over the actors. I think that's rude. But if I have to, I will. That's my if job. yeah, if
1: you have to, yeah. I we'll, mean, we'll we'll live podcast the uh, <laughs> the play one minute at a time. And we'll,
0: we'll say, all right, stop here. Yeah, stop here after okay. a
1: minute. You got to stop. you are just got to stop.
0: Watch. Pause. All right. So Pause. what I think about this scene here is see how see how he moved across the stage look at his
2: look at his pose look at his pose right now and you
0: know we do that
2: but by the end of the show imagine what the actors would be thinking about like they're gonna (laughs) notice they're gonna notice if i do this thing Mm -hmm. yeah
1: we'll get in their head
0: stop rewind that you see what he did there you see what All (laughs) all right all right all right Okay. 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 So, so we're back on Bronco
2: and his and his date.
0: We're at the Alpine Theater with the the date. I I love
2: (laughs) that even though you can't see it on screen, you can hear from the sound that he like flicks the coins. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's he's really leaning into the western thing.
1: (laughs) Well, I wonder, like, yeah, because you hear that, like, is he got is he like paying for these tickets with like silver dollars or something? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, what were what did movie tickets
1: cost back then? In ninety like nineteen ninety three, it was probably
2: five six dollars i'm guessing yeah maybe for an evening movie but this could be also a dollar theater maybe yeah yeah, yeah it, it's it like the second
1: there. run small time or
0: i know yeah we don't really know where, how high these two production was at this point you know if this is like you know an opening weekend if this is like a month <laughs> down the line yeah yeah uh yeah. but the, yeah the child joke thing it's just like uh, yeah it's not yeah it's just like yeah it's just like it's multiple. kind of weird yeah, it's weird. Like I no, I'm not gonna, cause, cause I think that's what it is. I think him and her both kind of know that like we may be sleeping together, so let's not make weird jokes about how she's young enough to be a daughter. Let's not let's not do that.
1: Yeah, and that's another mm-hmm. one. There's there's like all the really weird like lines that stand out. I think are almost all Bill Murray improv, okay. and this is one of them that R- Ramus says in in the the director's commentary on the Blu-ray. That that yeah the one adult and uh, and two adults yeah that that's a Bill Murray line that's not in the script that's all Murray <laughs> being being Murray.
0: All right, so um I don't I don't want to rush. Are we ready for
2: the next? I I think I'm I'm good. I'm done with Bronco.
1: Okay. I I just got one one quick thing okay. be, behind. It's not Bronco. It's not um our maid, but the the like the streamer across the window of the box office. The Little Paper Groundhogs.
0: Oh, that is a nice touch.
1: This is something, I don't know, did like, you know, Mrs. Smith's second grade class make this for Groundhog Day? These like little colorful groundhog cutouts taped to streamer. See, it's got a very class project feel to it.
0: Yeah, I don't know where you get a groundhog stencil, but but God bless him. Yeah. Oh, I'm in Punxsutawney. I'm sure. you get them, yeah, you get them in Punxsutawney. Yeah, you get them in Punxsutawney. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, I'm an idiot.
2: Yeah,
0: you're right. Everything. Yeah, You got you got your you got your pancake little iron that's sort of like going to make your pan your groundhog shaped pancakes. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh make. Oh man. So many '90s tie dye groundhog day shirts.
1: <laughs> I'm sure the town's filthy with them.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, uh,
1: all right. So and then yeah. So let's we'll, we'll move ahead. And then so one of the things we we've been wondering is like, just, we know like one day at least a couple of the days Phil has done the broadcast, and then at least one day he just walks off. He he, he goes right to the diner and doesn't bother with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So I'm guess like the the feeling I'm getting is like more days than not he's actually doing the broadcast, even if he's just kind of phoning it in. Yeah.
2: He's got to be doing something.
0: I yeah. think. I mean, I, I said I thought I did some play acting in both community theater and in school. I think he's and obviously he is doing a form of acting with how he uh, how he gestures and, and articulates his his weather forecast. But I think what he does nowadays is essentially pretending as if he's on a play. Um, you know, every day he just he just kind of like because it's kind of a form of almost like you shut your brain off and you go into like a you go into a motor function mm-hmm. where you're just going and this is the groundhog and I wonder if Phil's gonna feel lucky and he just kind of shuts his brain off does exactly what things what he needs to do And he probably every day watches what Larry and and Rita do so he knows like if like he's doing a good impression or not and he goes okay good that was good all right I'll keep I'll remember to do that over and over again and especially today he wants to talk with Rita so he can't he can't slack off because if he did she's gonna ream him out the whole time about why he's acting like that
2: yeah he has to do it at least good enough where it's just yep we got it it's in the van we're good
0: I don't know but I love this shot of Rita in the back of the of the van like looking at the edit I don't know why I just I think that's Cool. I don't know. It's it's hard to describe, but like just uh, you know, just I don't know. Just Rita back there, like just plugging away, making sure the edit looks good for Pittsburgh. I don't know. I like it. What do What do you think, Sean? Because I know you got a crush on her.
1: Yeah, I I like the uh, you know the, the the professional journalist producer Rita. She's there. She's 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 tinkering. She's got her gear out uploading. You know, sending send the feed to Pittsburgh or doing some editing on the fly, whatever. This is nice. I like
2: when it. when they walk away, do they close those doors?
1: Uh, I,
0: thought, I don't think they do. I thought, wait, I thought, uh, I thought McDowell and... Uh, oh, America
1: yeah, no, they, they do. They
2: close they the do. doors. Okay, they do close the doors. I was just like thinking <laughs> about do. it. It's like, And then they walk away. I was like, wait, did they just leave those news van doors open? <laughs> also, where is Larry at this point?
0: That's a good point.
2: Like, shouldn't he be in this van also, like, stowing away the camera gear?
0: He could be on the other side of the van. I mean, or, or that's a good question. Maybe he told him. Maybe he, no. I was going to say Larry to get coffee, but then again, he's going to take her to get coffee. Right. Uh, so that's a good question. Like, because that's the part we're at now in the movie is where he wants to spend more time with Rita, mm-hmm. but he has to get around Larry. Mm-hmm. So that's we're kind of entering that zone of the, uh, of the movie. But yeah, you're right. She's in total producer mode because yeah, you know she, he always, he talks, you know, end of the world, last day to live, and she's all like, oh yeah, well, I'll, where do I point that camera? Because Rita would be that producer, like in the, uh, in the disaster films, Rita would be like yeah. the person on camera, saying about how there's an earthquake that's destroying Los Angeles, and there's a tidal wave taking out New York.
2: I, I feel like that tracks with part of her character, and maybe not with all of her character.
0: I mean, you're right. Like, she definitely aspires to want to do more.
2: Yeah. And, and when she talks about, like, like poetry and stuff, it's like, well, that's not the Rita that's going to point a camera at the end of the world. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, well, I think I, I took it, I think, a little
1: bit. She just, she gets into work mode. And, like, I mean, she can slip out of it. I, I do believe, yeah, she's got other interests. She's not you know, all news all the time. But at mm-hmm. least while she's on the
2: job, she's trying to stick to being professional as much as possible. And, yeah, and this is this is professional side. This is like we're not friends right now. We're coworkers yeah. or maybe colleagues. Yeah.
0: Right? She's it's <laughs> like it's like a little bit of an armor. She's gonna Cause I remember, we always gotta remember that she the last time she talked with Phil before this
2: He was he the said, worst.
0: Yeah. He says, I'd rather go to bed. I don't wanna have dinner with you guys uh, I'd rather just be alone. Like, that was how he made mm-hmm. his bed with her yesterday. So she's just keeping it up.
2: And and so part of this might might just be her blowing him off. Yeah. It's like, we're not actually going to have a conversation right now. Yeah,
0: she thought, yeah, yeah, this is just us us killing time before we get back in the van to head to Pittsburgh. Because, like, you know, it's like, we always talk about this. The reason why Larry and Rita are ready to leave the town is because he told them yesterday... That he wants to leave as soon as they're done. Mm-hmm. So the mentality they have is, all right, well, let's not twist Phil's arm to try and film more things here. Let's just get this recording broadcast in, grab a cup of coffee, and leave. So <laughs> you know, she doesn't. Yeah, she's probably like, all right, I'll give you enough pleasantries to before we we check out of the town. Yeah, but yeah. she.
2: I, I think she's definitely not looking at this as an actual conversation.
0: Oh gosh, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and also I think this is a little bit of payback because in the beginning. Where we see Phil at, he doesn't engage anyone. It's all, it's either just doing his weather spiel or, you know, quips and sarcastic remarks. Like, he doesn't engage anyone in what I'd consider a real conversation. He's not really trying to connect and, you know, find out about other people. Mm -hmm. And then, so when, when he starts to turn around and starts to try to get serious... And, and, every, and no one takes him serious because, you you know, because, yeah, because he was a jerk and because he was just making sarcastic comments and whatnot. and He wasn't, you know, he wasn't having serious conversations. So no one takes him seriously, at least at first. Yeah. And he gets reactions like this. Now, did you guys, do you recognize that line? Does that come up? And I know, Dave, so you mentioned it was kind of like a disaster movie type line that, you know, I just want to know where to put the camera. I, you know, I did some searching, I looked around, and I didn't find any, I don't know if it's the exact quote, I feel like, like that, that line or something very similar to it has been used, and probably in like a disaster movie where, you know, yeah, some spunky news producer is just like, I'm gonna get the scoop, and I just want to know where to put the camera. But I, I couldn't, I couldn't find it. I I I don't know, I'm like, I feel like that line has shown up in other
2: places other than this movie, but I couldn't find it. Does it? Do you guys I think, have any ideas? I think it's maybe almost like a cliche concept, but maybe not the line itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's times where it's more sincere than other times. Sometimes it's, you know, uh, like a filmmaker saying it's like, no, like, I need my camera because it's how I tell the story of the world. Whereas in her case, it's, it's kind of a, a quip. And so I, I think it's definitely been expressed in other movies and, and TV shows and stuff. I but I couldn't put my finger on, you know, where you're drawing it from.
0: Oh, there's something that's yeah, Sean just like awakened something right now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, I, I you know what I keep flashing to I don't think this is wrong, this is right. Listeners, maybe by by the time I edit this, I'll remember. <laughs> but I feel like it was a Bruce Willis movie. And it's not Armageddon because it's not a literal end of the world. But I feel like there's some kind of anecdote about the end of world that's, that's said. And it's, it's kind of like a puzzle. It's like you are at a bus station with an old woman and the girl of your dreams and your best friend. Does anybody remember what I'm talking about? Somebody, I think I said a Bruce Willis movie and somebody, it's like, it's like a puzzle. It kind of like it, like the answer is kind of like answering a, a morality question. Like you have like one seat in your car. Who do you take? That kind of thing. <laughs> and... Um, somebody answers the right way, which is like, you give your, you put, you get your friend and the old woman into your car and you spend the last few minutes with like the the girl, your dreams, like at the bus station or something before, you know, the, 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 the end of the world happens. Some, some, some line like that. Oh my gosh. Is that what we're <laughs> talking about, Sean? No, is that not? Maybe. It's, Maybe because that's what I'm thinking. Maybe that's what Rita's thinking of. It, is like it's some kind of morality puzzle, and it kind of is. Like you know, Phil's trying to dig for some some heavy, you know, heavy like morality questions about like, oh, if you had that, what would you do with your time? But mm-hmm. um, also, I just want to know since we we're talking about the clothing, he's back to yeah. He obviously is back to professional Phil because. Mm-hmm. Only on his professional looking times does he ever tuck the sweater, not the sweater, the scarf. The scarf, yeah. The scarf goes into the jacket only on professional days. Mm. When he doesn't care, it's either out or it's not even there. And he like he'll wear he'll wear like like I said when he robbed when he robbed the um the uh, the armored car he had his yesterday's shirt, no tie, no scarf, mm-hmm. and he wore just like uh, a simple button vest under his coat. Like he really didn't care. So I feel like that was a day he definitely dodged. Uh he dodged the broadcast.
1: Yeah, so this is he this is um he's wearing his his broadcast outfit. And, we, and you can actually see the little video that Rita's watching. He's wearing the same thing that he's wearing now. This also must it it, it can't be too late because all the same people are going to be in the diner mm-hmm. um when they go for for a cup of coffee. So this must be like very soon. After they've recorded, which just makes that question of of Larry and where is he all the more prescient because it's like he couldn't have gotten too far
0: because well,
2: he he just shot the footage that they're looking at. But he also like he definitely does something before he goes into the diner to find them to say we better mm-hmm. get going before the weather.
0: Ooh, and okay. so like there there is yeah. a
2: thing that he is supposed to do at this time of day, but I don't know what it is.
0: Okay, okay. All right, I was thinking I said okay. <laughs> I was trying to do locations of where Larry could be. So, when when Phil runs in the earlier days in this movie when he runs off with Rita into the diner, probably Larry is he's stuck with putting the camera, probably finishing the edit, sending that to Pittsburgh. And then probably he goes into the hotel and he probably packs up his room and maybe Rita's oh. room's already packed. Oh he's, so he's, out. he's picking
2: yeah. up the bags and checking out. Yeah,
0: I think I think Rita I probably has most of her clothes already packed because she once again everyone thinks we're gonna leave soon. So she so probably he has her key card. He just goes into the room, gets her bag, gets his bag, puts it, logs it in the in the back of the van. So maybe today Phil, maybe he grabbed the camera and he says, oh, me and Rita will do it. You could go. To-. And so he tells Larry to go off. Larry goes, run to the hotel, does that. And while he's doing that, Phil now has a moment to start interrogating Rita for what she wants. Hmm. So that's what I'm thinking. Because I said, Larry, yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. He never goes far and he never seems to like pick up anything else. He doesn't pick up any coffee. He doesn't pick up any sandwiches. Mm-hmm. He always so shows that-
2: up and says, are you guys ready to go? Yeah. So so he's probably the last one that's that's getting ready to go
0: because I think that's what it is in Larry's mind he packs up both their bags he'll pick up Phil and they'll head over to bed and breakfast and check Phil out and then they'll leave town because mm-hmm. yeah Phil obviously never he never checks out he never packs any of his bags because he knows what's going to happen so right. they always ask him we gonna run by the bed and breakfast he's like no, or no. whatever <laughs> he probably tells them so uh, yeah that's probably where Larry is right now he's probably in a hotel just finishing up the checkout
1: I'll buy it there you go thank you mystery solved
0: <laughs> um so all right here's the next here's a, here's my next little mystery does does i mean like how many times do you think this this conversation has happened where you know he says oh this is how normal people talk this is uh
2: hey that's know, that's that's later oh, that's sure. not it that's not in this part of oh, this yeah, conversation
0: that's tomorrow's minute um oh hey i'm sorry here's, I, i've this... got commentary
2: about that no no,
0: no 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 i'm sorry no no what i wanted to say was when she says date for the weekend Mm-hmm. Um, does, does he actually go down that line? says, yeah, fine. I want to date for the weekend. Like, let's just like, does okay. he, does he It also
2: like, it definitely seems like she's kind of playing with that idea. It's like, it, she's not shutting him down entirely. It's like, do you want a date for the weekend? And she kind of like rolls with it. It's like, you could ask me out for the weekend maybe, and maybe I'd go out with you. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't seem as, as much shutting him down as it did when she was first talking to him
0: yeah it's it's kind of like i mean i've had a conversation that's kind of like this where it's like you 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 do a dance on the end of professional to like slightly friendly unprofessional where it's like someone asks you like a slightly personal question and you're like why are you pick out my underwear or like why are we pick we like going to pick out furniture or something like you say a line like that like oh what are we married now like a, a mm-hmm. kind have of a line like that i've kind of done that So I'm assuming maybe she's trying to – yeah, yeah, she's trying to throw that back at him like, oh, I see we're not doing the professional line. All right, I'll throw a little little personal jab of like, oh, what, you're lonely and you need a date?
2: Mm -hmm. What do you guys think of the list of questions that he dishes out in this minute? Starting with – so like you have one day to live and then what do you want? What do you like? What do you think about? What kind of men are you into? And what do you do for fun? Like is that a good litany of questions?
0: Yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's like a, it's like a good litany, but like it's almost like, I guess it's. These are good questions to ask, but he ask them all at once, so it sounds mm-hmm. creepy. If he asked it one at a time and he like slowly worked his way in, he could get more information out of her.
2: Mm-hmm. And say, so like, th- "I'm I'm interested in finding out about you." It's like that's kind of a weird thing. Well, so let me let me turn it around. I had
1: a note and I was going to save it for tomorrow, but I, I think it, it's a response to to that question. Andrew is. What is what is Phil doing here? Is he do we think he's kind of gotten over the hump? And he, you know, really is trying to connect with Rita and sincerely is interested in finding these things out about her? Or is this is this the Nancy playbook all over again, where he's just fishing for, you know, just fishing for things that then he can repeat back to Rita tomorrow? Or the next today, you know, think, he's just looking for ammunition that think, he can use. And, 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 and that's why he's just, just this huge array of questions one after another. What do you want? What do you like? What do you think about? What are you interested in? What do you do for fun? Like I, it is, it is like really quick and it is a lot. Uh, 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 it's a big ask. There's a lot of questions one after another. So, you know, is this, is, is, is he getting real or is this just, you know he's he's hit on every woman under 85 in the town and then he realizes oh wait i've got there's this
0: other one that i haven't hit on yet
1: so why don't i just move on to her
0: and before I, you answer i just realized there is a correct <laughs> there is a correct answer to this pop question okay go ahead now
2: i i think it's definitely deeper than the nancy scenario but i don't think he quite knows what he's going for he's like i need something that's like better than what i've mm-hmm. been doing and i don't really know how to figure that out and this woman seems like she has expressed that she's a thinking person and, you know, somebody that he might have to interact with in the future anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe based on the conversation that they had in the, in the car where she's, you know, like I enjoy this small town stuff, but she's not a small town person. So he's trying to get her opinion on, on the matter. And, and so I think he really gets to it tomorrow when, when he's, you know, finding out it's like, okay, like what is what is the perfect man, and can I become that? Um, but in this case, he's just trying to like get something that's like better than what he's been experiencing.
0: All right, yeah, you're half right. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, <laughs> no, I think I think the I th- honestly think the reason why I think this is it's 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 sort of closer to the Nancy playbook than and in, in some kind of altruistic I want to be a better man is because. I think he he needs to put in the perspective he needs to get into Rita's perspective. Where I think he should like remember the last time she saw me, I was grumpy in the van. I think if he was being a better person, he should start off with something like, you know, Sarah was so cranky yesterday, but like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you're my producer. I like to get to know you more and start the conversation like that, saying that like I acknowledge my fault and how I was acting yesterday. Let oh, me- but
2: he he so far he doesn't he doesn't believe in faults in and that's the thing yet. and that is well, yeah. that that yeah. is our
0: reason he a he doesn't believe in faults b it's been so long does he even remember that yesterday you know that was eons ago mm. to him
2: yeah that's true like can't can he remember what the first time they interacted was like
0: yeah, he doesn't remember probably mm-hmm. making a sour face at her when she was in front of the blue screen. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh my goodness, you know that's his first impression of her was like, oh, what a what a what a cute but like uh, you know simple woman. You know, I think that's what simple. he was thinking.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the the mix of questions. I mean, some of the things are normal, getting to know a, a colleague kind of thing. You know, what are you interested in? What do you think about? But then he gets into what kind of men are you interested in? Um, You know, are you seeing anyone that that kind of tips it? It's like Mm -hmm. that's a little bit more than shows your cards. Yeah, Yeah, that's a little bit more than just getting to know. And and yeah, that's that's a perfect point, Dave, that he doesn't start out with because we know he can't take he doesn't have the clean slate that he had with Nancy. He can't pretend that, you know, he he asked Rita to the prom and, you know, he sat behind her in English (laughs) class. Like exactly. He can't do the exact same thing. But he can't even do, you know. He can't do something similar because he doesn't have that blank slate. She knows he's a jerk. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's starting at a deficit. Yeah, and he doesn't start out here saying, yeah. I mean, that would have been the perfect segue to be like, you know, ah, I was, you know, I'm, I'm I'm not good around new people, or I was nervous for a new producer. You know, let's start over fresh, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, he doesn't give that. Ever that, um, yeah. that 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 idea that like that little peace offering to let her, let her know, hey, I like let's be cool and then we could start from you know, we start fresh. Yeah, then he, than...
2: he never really says sorry about yeah. anything and he just moves forward with a, yeah. a, a better first impression the second time. Oh, right.
0: Here's a here's a here's a dumb question that I think would open up more interest in Phil, At, even before the this conversation and maybe it'll happen later in the film between the lines, but how about this? Has he eaten blood sausage while in this town? <laughs> like has he said yeah let's let's yeah. see what this is about like I think, yeah, like because we we you know spoilers, but we will find out they go to a German themed restaurant later mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think blood sausage would be served there oh, that's and I like a good the think that he's like, you know, Rita because she doesn't <laughs> eat yeah you know, uh, she's eating a salad that, in that, those scenes, but like maybe at one night he sits there alone just being like, all right, I'm gonna try." And really give blood sausage, like, I'm going to give it the attention that Rita, if she likes it, let me, and he's like, you know, sits there kind of showing it back and forth. <laughs> and like, is there everything right? He's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's like, you know, just trying to like get into this mentality of like, okay, she likes it. What is she getting out of this? So, but I don't think he, you're right. I don't think he's doing that. I still think he thinks, oh, I'm great. I just mm-hmm. got to find a way to, a better way to show her that I'm great. Rather than yeah,
2: like, how do I make her realize that I'm great? Yeah, Not and that's, that I actually need to change.
0: We're not, yeah, we're not at at, at great Phil right now. We're still at cheesy Phil.
2: When you said uh, a, a different question he could have been asking to start this out, it sent me down like an entirely different movie for a second. <laughs> and I had a moment where later on when he starts listing off all the things that he knows about her. And he says, you know, like it's kind of a, a, a romantic, dramatic thing. And I don't think of this as a romantic movie. But, you know, he says, you know you you like boats but not the ocean and, and all of those things he was listening enough i suddenly like just had the the thought in my mind of like what if in the midst of that and and i mean it, it wouldn't happen back in 1993 but in the modern day if they remade this movie just like in that list of all those romantic things he's saying he's lost he also says like you'd rather fight one horse-sized duck than a hundred duck-sized horses <laughs> 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 Just like, just like, tuck that into that list because that's the exact kind of question that he would have the answer to in the yeah. modern day. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the conversation starter these days. <laughs> and when and 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 when you stand in the snow, you look like an angel. It's like yeah. just yeah. in the midst of all that.
0: <laughs> there's
2: the duck-sized horse.
0: Oh my god! Oh. Start the music. Oh. All right, music swells up.
1: Whew. Yeah. Well, I can't top that
0: yeah no honestly yeah if anything because that's what sucks here is we only have the one-sided conversation right now we only have phil asking all his questions and i am i'm more than excited to get to what rita is going to answer so um
1: yeah so i so let's let's wrap it up for for today andrew uh hopefully you can you can come back and join us tomorrow for for our next minute
2: Mm -hmm. absolutely
1: uh but so until then so for for folks that maybe aren't familiar with, with what you're doing over at the Dame.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. tell, tell our listeners
1: a little bit about your podcast.
2: Uh, my wife and I run Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we talk about Disney animated films one minute at a time. Uh, and so far, we have completed Snow White and Seven Dwarfs, and then we jumped up to The Little Mermaid, and we are still... Recording that one There was uh, a bit of a hiccup in the middle That interrupted our recording When we had our first child Ooh, congrats. <laughs> So that slowed down the the recording process And we haven't gotten back on track But at some point Those episodes are going to start releasing I promise
0: Sean, we should have a kid That would really bump up our ratings <laughs> <laughs> Save do it a... for sweeps We'll okay. do Okay. Uh... Okay All right <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Well, listeners, we want to we want to thank you for joining us today. And to be honest, we will see you tomorrow. Well, if there was
1: one. I just want to know where to put the camera.
0: Let them say your hair's too long. I don't care I can't wrong.